Hi there, I'm Lane and this is Property Explained. These are my words and now I'm going to read them to you. Episode 65, where are the cheapest rates for property investors? Council rates are your largest operating expense as a property investor. Sure, your mortgage is still your largest cost overall, but that's not an operating expense. Local property taxes cost several thousand dollars a year. They are often more than property management, maintenance and insurance. But rates vary for each council area. Some areas have very high rates, while others don't charge as much. This means how much you spend on local council taxes can vary widely based on where you invest. So in this episode, you'll learn where the most affordable rates are in New Zealand for property investors. So let's get started. Before getting into where the most expensive rates are in the country, I'm first going to talk to you about rates versus rent because how expensive rates are within an area isn't actually about the dollar value itself. And this is because different properties around New Zealand earn different amounts of rent. So let's say you had two properties in two different towns. Both of them have rates of $2,500 per year. But property one earns $250 a week in rent and property two earns $500. In this situation, the rates are more expensive for the first property. And that's because it earns less rent and therefore it will take more weeks of rental income to pay the rates. And if you run this analysis over the country, you start to see significant differences. In the article that you're listening to, there is a table that shows the weeks of rent to pay the rates in various regions around the country. And you can hover over the dots to see where your district sort of fares in comparison to others. Let's go through this in a little more detail by comparing two districts to each other. Waitomo District versus Upper Hutt City. Rates in the Waitomo District make up an average of 19% of the rent received per year. And that's because the average property rents for $390 per week and the rates are $2,914. Investment properties here are cheap and they earn a fair rent, but the average rates are expensive. So it would take 7.5 weeks of rent to pay them. Now let's compare that with Upper Hutt City. The average annual rates are 2177 so substantially less, a $700 difference. But properties in Upper Hutt are worth more and earn $625 per week on average. That means that Upper Hutt rates make up only 6.7% of the rent received, so it would only take 3.48 weeks of rent to pay. This means if you invested in Lower Hutt, you're going to get an extra four weeks of rent every year. Or to put it another way, the local council rates are cheaper in Lower Hutt. Okay, so now let's talk about where the most expensive rates are in the country for property investors. Here are the top three. Kaikoura, population 4,160. Carterton, population 10,250. Westland, with a population of 8,820. But those are just the top three. In the article that you're listening to, there's a full map of New Zealand where you can explore the most and least expensive rates in the country. And now let's talk about where you're going to find the cheapest rates. And generally speaking, the cheapest rates tend to be in the larger districts, but not in the big cities. And that's because a council's primary purpose is to provide infrastructure to its residents, right? That's cheaper and easier if residents live close together as they do in bigger cities. And that's usually in areas with populations between 50,000 and 100,000 people. So that's why Upper Hutt City has the country's cheapest rates. Rates there take up only three and a half weeks of rent, and Upper Hutt has taken the top spot for at least two years. This is followed by Whangarei and Napier City. And some investors will say, hold on, small towns have higher gross yields. This makes them the better investment. And this is absolutely true. Small towns do tend to have higher gross yields 
But sometimes the higher rates and all of the other costs that come along to counteract this. Every council needs a mayor, a chief executive, councillors and certain staff. And this is true whether you have a population of just over 4,500 people, so in Mackenzie District, or almost 1.6 million, just like Auckland. But those fixed costs are spread over a smaller number of people. So last year, the top three most expensive places for rates in the country had populations under 13,000. This year, it's the same, except the populations are all under 10,000. Kaikoura District, where rates are the most expensive, had a population of just over 4,000. So how strong is this trend and are there any exceptions? Sure, while smaller towns do tend to have more expensive rates, that's not always going to be the case. It's fair to say that cities tend to have cheaper rates, but it's not fair to claim that all cities have low rates. Cities like Hamilton, Tauranga and the Huts have high populations and cheap rates, but Auckland doesn't. It has the highest population, but its rates are middle of the pack. It's ranked 30th out of 61 councils. Similarly, while smaller districts generally have more expensive rates, not all sparsely populated areas are going to have high rates. Exceptions to the rule does exist, just like in Mackenzie District and Kawaro. For instance, Kawaro has a population of 7,760. The trend would suggest that council rates should be higher, but like Auckland, it comes in and around the middle. If you're an investor wanting to know what the rates are on your investment properties, we do have a table with a search function so you can check how expensive the rates are in your area. You'll find that in the article that you're listening to near the bottom. After listening to this episode or reading this article, you may be thinking, okay, so where should I invest? Is it in Upper Hutt City? Since that's where the rates are cheapest. The answer is not necessarily. Rates are one of the seven essential costs that you'll pay as an investor and each of these costs will differ based on your property. That's why, if you're evaluating a property, you'll need to run a cash flow with all the costs included. And this allows you to see the bottom line and know just how much a property will cost, will earn, or cost you per week. Some investors will argue in favour of investing in smaller districts, and this is because they have higher gross yields. But they also have higher costs in some cases. So when running the numbers on an investment property, don't make the gross yield the first thing that you look at. Instead, figure out how much money is left over once all of those costs are paid, including council rates. Good luck.